The following podcast is recommended for mature audiences only. The following podcast is recommended for adults only. Maturity is not a requirement. Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Bay Bloodstock, a podcast where we get to share... <laughs> I can, I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude, I was not expecting that. <laughs> cool. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought that's a good idea, but I don't know how to carry on it. But anyway, a podcast where we get to share our most intimate and treasured memories of... Down... A blood down. I don't know which one to say here. Festivals. Fe- festivals. That's a good one. <laughs> we'll talk about each year, the bands we saw, the bands we missed, and everything else noteworthy that happened across the weekend. Also, we'll touch upon any news, other festivals, and the music industry, past, present, and future. I am Adam, and I'm here with Simon. Good day to you, sir. So, yeah, this episode we're talking about your time at bloodstock this will be our second episode about bloodstock yeah i got a few questions written down but uh well i suppose we normally do the uh how have you been since we last spoke what's been going on but uh, again we know you've been to an awesome festival and i haven't (laughs) (laughs) you've been working hard and i haven't yeah well i have i have for a few days now but yeah Should, Yeah. should, should i just say one thing straight off the bat it's the best not not tired wise, but hungover wise, it's the best I've ever felt after a festival. And that's weird because the older I'm getting, yeah, the more drink is affecting me. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you right now, on that Monday, it was the best I'd ever felt after a festival. Really? Weirdly. Awesome. I, I have no idea why. You know, I got hammered a few nights, but yeah, I just felt great. So yeah, bonus. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to ask this straight away because I thought about it just before we started and I'm probably going to forget. Did you get recognized again for your vlogs? Nope. No? Nope. Not at all. It was, to be honest, you know, we'll get into it, but it was it was a completely different crowd, you know, completely different. There was a few people there with download stuff on, but I think in general, the, the feeling and the vibe was very different. Yeah. Um, so there was all, you know, there were people there that I, I'm, I'm, I take it just don't go to downloads and just go to bloodstock <laughs> but there was a lot of i saw a lot of download t-shirts and stuff there so there was obviously a lot of um fellow downloaders going yeah. but yeah no no one no one recognized me this time that was that was probably a one-off experience on the <laughs> pilot i'll probably go to the big one and no one will say anything to me but um but yeah no i did not get recognized uh, fair enough uh what else um anything else over this last couple of weeks no not really no, no, just uh, like I said, I was tired more than anything. So just a lot of sleeping and yeah. work. Although I did go in on two of my days off because I had some stuff to do, but that was a bit depressing. But um, yeah, apart from that, good. Best I've ever felt after a festival. I actually thought about an hour ago as well. I don't actually have anything to say in this bit of what I've been doing the last couple of weeks. So nothing has, has sort of happened and made me think, I need to remember that to say on the podcast because that's awesome. <laughs> but uh, there was... um. One thing over the weekend that um, I thought was slightly funny, but uh, it was my girlfriend's brother's wedding on Saturday. 
And um, my girlfriend was part of the bridal party, so she had to go and uh, get her hair done and everything with the rest of the girls. So I took the kids to their parents' house. And because um, we've we got, we got a new car, well, new to us car, I said, oh, do you want to come in with us to to her brother to the to go to the church and he was like yeah so yeah i drove him to the church i thought that was quite cool that was uh, unexpected oh, awesome. but i i had my phone on and it was it was just playing random sort of not a, my playlist or anything it sort of, sort of got to the end of the album and then it started playing other weird stuff and had similar like, stuff yeah. yeah had things like limp biscuit come on i'm like <laughs> i'm driving him he, so he's not really into rock music and i thought he's listening to Limp biscuit on the way to his wedding <laughs> <laughs> that's good man get the party going i like it, was, it yeah it was cool um and this is what this is the bit i was saying that we need we need ronnie you know we left a nice gap for him last time and we didn't know anything so i think we should just say like ronnie can you talk us into the news section and hopefully he'll oh give God, us one by next <laughs> My cats you, are fighting. Well, is I'm your cat in. named Ronnie? <laughs> no, can you imagine Ronnie. Ronnie. <laughs> I don't know. They they're fine, but the little one just attacked the big one. So yeah, that's a good sound bite. Yeah, <laughs> just just as I paused for Ronnie's audio as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> thank you, Ronnie. Thank you for that uh, sound sound clip. <laughs> Um, I, that you I, actually, given to us. I actually don't have any news. I, I can't think of any news. Nothing has struck me of what's happened in the last um, couple of weeks. Didn't, did, didn't Iron Maiden release something else? Oh, they fucking did. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't listened. I haven't listened to it. I missed a ball on that one as well. You know, I said I was um I was right there at the beginning of of um the right on the wall. It was yeah. like a couple of days later that I heard so yeah. they released a, a, a track called Stratego or Stratego. I don't know how you want to... Yeah, they just done it out of the blue, though. It was like the other one, they they done stuff before, but this one, they just went, put it out. Ah, that's probably how I missed it, yeah, because... Yeah. yeah, a friend of mine just said to me, oh, what do you think of their new track? And I was like, they got a new track again? <laughs> I didn't fucking know. Have you li- what's it like, then? It's quite good. It sounds like they've gone back to... What? That, that particular song sounds like old Iron Maiden again, I think. I was okay. going to say, I, I almost said it sounds like they've gone back to their roots, but the 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 writing on the wall definitely isn't so it's not like the whole album is back to what they used to sound like but yeah, yeah. i like it i haven't listened to it properly i've had a, i put it on a probably three or four times while i was doing other stuff yeah uh, oh, but, okay. but i enjoyed it yeah i really really enjoyed it good man i'll give it a listen tomorrow yeah it was actually at uh at a friend's barbecue that he i think it was at a friend's barbecue that he told me about it and uh, so so we put it on uh, but we actually put on in Search of Sun. Nice. He checked them out after listening to the podcast and he said he really liked them. Yeah. And he put them on yeah. in the car for somebody else and he really liked them. So he was like, yeah, let's, let's put this on. Did awesome. you hear that, leader? You fuck. We're getting <laughs> your fans here. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was able to put on sixth for half an album, which was good. I enjoyed that. Nice. <laughs> nice. Always good. Yeah. What awesome. album? Uh, the first one. Okay, good. Yeah, that's a good album. Yeah. Well done. They do weird voices. Sorry, before the show started, we were talking about doing weird... I, apparently, I do loads of weird voices. And um, I do, but I don't know why I said apparently, because it, it's true. But Sixth, they do loads of weird voices. There you go. Oh, they do. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. The monkey is wailing in a tree! They do all that fucking <laughs> weird looking crazy shit. 
Yeah, that was awesome. Didn't he do that, like, on his own at some point? Not with the band. He went off and tried doing spoken poem, spoken word songs or something. Oh, really? I never knew that. I think it, was, it, was it Mikey? Yeah, it was Mikey. And Justin's yeah. the one who does clean singing. Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll check that out, man. I'll try and find some of that. Because all that spoken word stuff's awesome. I think they're, um, the spoken word stuff on the last album is incredible the the just everything the way they speak and they do all this weird stuff and like all of the weird sort of sad synthy violiny stuff in the background is fucking awesome i love it yeah i i need to listen to that again oh dude it's so good it's so good it's probably my favorite yeah i've said to you that I, uh, a few times that I've, I've tried listening to it i think with new with new bands or new albums quite often i'll put them on while i'm doing something else and and it has to be absolutely incredible to sort of knock me into listening to it okay otherwise it's yeah, just yeah. in the background and if it doesn't have that that thing to sort of kick me up the ass and say you need to listen to me now and over because yeah. usually i remember that bit every time then and i'll listen to it progressively a bit more each time yeah and yeah there are a few albums like both of the other sixth albums that i've tried listening to but i've just got through the whole album and gone oh you know, i didn't even didn't even notice it was on but that yeah yeah. That is really interesting. Uh, that can lead on to. <laughs> this is not fucking. This is not news anymore. But come on, this is matter. something really interesting that I um I wanted to talk about actually. So um I, I I I know a guy who, when he gets a new album, he will he'll go home and he'll tidy his whole flat, and he'll make sure it's all tidy and everything is nice, and he'll put it on and just sit down and listen to it in full. Now I've never really done anything like that, any rituals, but that that's cool. I I, th- I always thought that's quite cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I mean, I I still I don't tidy my house and do it, but if I really love a band and I'm looking forward to the album, I will listen to the whole album in its entirety just off the bat. But I'll yeah. normally be doing not doing something else. I'll I listen to a lot of music walking. Yeah. So if I'm walking, like I do an afternoon walk and an evening walk. And I listen to loads of shit doing that. But sometimes if an album's really good, I will just put it on the stereo and just sit sort of on my phone and listening, listen to the album at the same time. But yeah. it's rare that I do that. Sometimes I just listen to albums sort of in bits. And if yeah. I really like it, I'll okay. go back and listen to it the whole way through. But yeah, that's a that's cool, man. I like that type. Get everything ready. Yeah. <laughs> like a candle. Get, prepare and then put the album on. What if it's shit? I have no idea. Uh, I've only heard this story once, but I always remembered it. It was like over 10 years ago I heard it. But yeah, I, I suppose it's kind of by by tidying up the space around you, you're kind of clearing your head as well, tidying your head, getting ready for the album. It's great to um, make an event of like an album, which is exactly what we used to do. Well, what I used to do back in the day was, you know, you buy the album, you go home, You'd have the booklet. I'd read all of the lyrics with the songs. It's so cool to make it an event still. So I really like that. Um, that's that's pretty cool. I might have to do that when the next big sort of album I've really been waiting for comes out. I expect a lot of people who listen to vinyl still do that kind of thing because I've seen so many pictures where they've got their their their, their record player and then a little a little shelf to show which album is playing. Yeah, and I thought that's cool, and and I would I can imagine those kind of people doing that. Like it is an event when they put an album on. 
It doesn't have yeah. to be not necessarily a new album either. No, God, no. No, I've got quite the vinyl collection. Well, I say that, but, you know, I'd say over like 300 vinyls. Really? And, um, Jesus. Yeah, that's, that's nothing to compare to some people. Jesus. But yeah, so I do have a little stand that <laughs> when I'm listening to something, I put it on. So people, I mean, it's only yeah. me and Vicky here. I don't know who I'm fucking doing it for. Just doing it to be a no, music but swat, it's cool. I? I, no, I like it. I like that. <laughs> yeah, it is cool. I like that. But yeah, Wicked. We should do that more often. Make it like a ceremony of an album. Yeah. But yeah, I think what I said a minute ago about not not being able to listen, well, not enjoying an album unless it sort of stops me in my tracks of while I'm doing something else. I think that could that is probably a good explanation of why there are so many bands that I never got into their second album, um, like yeah. Trivium, um, Disturbed. Because I, I, I'm, I'm sure I tried it. I tried other albums, but it never just sort of shook me and went, listen to me. Yeah. And so I got through it and I was like, ah, I'm not bothered about them anymore then. Yeah, that, ha- that happens, unfortunately. But the good thing is, is you can always go back. I, I've missed albums, you know, where I've been like, eh, not really in the mood for it. And then I go back a few years later and I'm like, oh, damn, man, so good. Yeah. What was what was I on? But sometimes, you know, you're just not in the right frame of mind. You're not in the mood for that kind of stuff. I go through phases with my music all the time. Sometimes I'll listen to really dark stuff. Then I'm like, fuck that. I want to listen to some really happy shit. Then I want to listen to some proggy shit. But it comes in like, you know, month segments of what I want to listen to. So I guess if it doesn't come to you at the right time, you're like, nah. <laughs> but then you might go back at some point and be like, actually, this is sick. Yeah, so yeah, I know what you worth, mean now. I, yeah, we've talked about it before, haven't we? Like me and you, when you said last time about listening to Mudvayne and all these albums that you've forgotten how good they are, it's sort of yeah. that same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think I'm I'm the same as you in, in the way that um, I I have long periods of time where I listen to the same band. Uh, I think I've said to you before, when I first got a Sonic Syndicate, it must have been about four years I listened to only two of their albums. I, it must have been four years. I know it was a long time. That's crazy. And um, there, where I went to see, uh, I going to say Spine Shank, I've never seen Spine Shank, uh, Shinedown with my girlfriend. We weren't together at the time. She messaged me in the morning mm-hmm. saying, oh, we got, we got a spare ticket for Shinedown tonight. Do you want to come? And I was working at the time and I ran my ass off all day <laughs> to get round, to get to, get to finished in time for shinedown but after that gig i only listened to shinedown for six months that's all oh i listened to Lord. I, I, I'd get, I got them on did i even have spotify at that point maybe i had like an mp3 player and just put all four of their albums on put it on repeat all day every day at work only shinedown i loved it You're, that's crazy man you really do go through proper phases what you said to me before like you're like, oh, I've only been listening to Iron Maiden for the last like month. And that's like, yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was because the new album's coming out. I broke that um, thing. I don't know what to call it. Uh, I broke it to listen to the Bloodstock. Oh yeah, the Bloodstock playlist. Yeah, which was yeah yeah sixty six hours long, and <laughs> I've got to say, I completed it. <laughs> I I did skip a few. Uh, yeah. I didn't skip. I didn't skip any bands, but they had like there, there were some bands that like the bigger bands like Cradle of Filth. There was like fifteen songs on there, yeah. And so some of them, if I wasn't that interested, I would just skip that band and go to the next one. Yeah. 
but uh yeah i i did find quite a few bands on there that uh i i did enjoy good that's why playlists are great i yeah i i've been meaning to do that for download every single year and i've never actually done it but now i've done it for the bloodstock one i'm sure i will do for download oh dude i literally like i make a a, a a download playlist every year of like all the bands that i want to listen to and i put them all in one playlist and listen to it for like four months before yeah i awesome. always do that man so sick because uh, that's i just get so excited what can i do what can i do i know i'll make a playlist <laughs> <laughs> awesome i think i've actually already made a playlist for next year have you i thought yeah. we probably should go through the uh the lineup at some point and talk about it yeah we will man about what we think yeah yeah Def- definitely a bit closer to the time we'll go yeah definitely because some so i reckon i know covid's i'm not saying covid's over i don't quote me on that i'm saying that because it's sort of um you know feel like the world's becoming more normal i still think that some of the bookings may be affected by stuff even by next june so i still think that it might change a little bit yeah yeah that's um i think that's fair to say obviously bloodstock had a few bands that had to pull out in the the week to week to two weeks even on the day some of them didn't they because of covid yeah that's uh, what i mean so stuff will will little bits like that will just change yeah well i mean like i said we've gone well off of the news i don't think there was any other news um that <laughs> no. i could think of so that's it for me so yeah we should uh oh we need we have ronnie to talk us into the main subject as well don't we the main topic ronnie oh yeah R- runners talk us in Thank you again, Ronnie. So, I don't know what you want to do first, whether you want me to ask you some questions first or go through some of the bands that I enjoyed from the from the playlist. Uh, no, ask me some questions, bro. What questions you got for me? So, you said uh, previously that so many people have said that once you go to Bloodstock, you never look back. You don't want to go back to download. Yeah. Is that is that true? Um, I can see why people wouldn't want to go back to download and it's not to do with anything to do with the bands or the festival. It's more likely to do with the size of the festival because right. when I was talking to people there that we met, the only real complaints I heard about download were it's just so fucking big and it's such a ball lake to get your stuff in and out of the festival. Uh, and obviously, at smaller festivals, you can get your stuff in much easier. You can get around all the stages. You can get back to your tent. You know, download is what it is. It's a huge festival. So you really have to plan for, like, your day. When you go into the arena, you have to go into the arena for pretty much the whole day because it takes you 45 minutes to get back to your tents and then 45 minutes to get back to the arena. So you really have to plan for that. Where at a smaller festival, you can nip back to your tent. Like I've done multiple times and grabbed a couple of drinks and sunk a few real quick or quickly had something to eat and then went back into the bands without really wasting too much time. So I think that was the only thing that I could agree with people saying that obviously smaller festivals are better for that, which makes perfect sense. 
Um, but apart from that, I heard no other sort of download bashing, really. So the no. thing about... No, not really. And uh, there was loads of people wearing download T-shirts. So I'm guessing that obviously a lot of downloaders went like I thought they would because it was the only proper metal festival happening. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, apart from that, I mean, like, all the people that we met there all had been to download on, you know, five or six occasions. And they love download as well. But they also love Bloodstock. So, yeah, it was good. It was a... It was a good vibe on the download front. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I really, I really couldn't imagine what it would be like with with that amount of people. You know, all I know is how massive download is. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like I said about the pilot, right? That ten thousand people felt like thirty thousand people. The fifteen thousand okay. people at Bloodstock felt like a lot more people. You when you're there. You, it, it doesn't feel like that. You'd still think, oh, this is a big festival, even though it's nothing compared to download. You'd still get a sort of, there's a shitload of people here vibe. But obviously yeah. download is just at another level just because of the amount, sheer amount of people there. But yeah. when you're actually in it, you don't notice that much. Okay. You can see that it's smaller, but yeah. you don't really fathom the amount of people walking around. You think, fuck me, this is busy. <laughs> But then if you compare it to download, you realise how much smaller it is. But yeah, yeah, I don't think you would notice too much. No, that's cool. But yeah. I, I don't really know what to say to that. I think that, that's just cool. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> what other questions you got for me? What questions uh, have you got well, for Well, I, I got things like... Um, uh, my penis size is tiny um, <laughs> and I can't grow a beard. Don't mock me for these things. <laughs> So, uh, so you you did obviously do your vlog there like you normally do for download. I, I watched it last night, actually. I think it was. Was it last oh, night? Oh, awesome, dude! Yeah, and um, there's a few th- few things I noticed actually. The uh, I, I quite like the stage. Uh, yeah. Oh, obviously, you said it's the same as the download pilot stage, didn't you? Yeah, but download borrowed it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you were showing Cradle of Filth, mm-hmm. um, it just it's just so that the band are so much closer together. You know, at download. They're miles apart. Like, if, well, if you yeah, if you got like two guitarists, one on each side, or a guitar and bass, or whatever, one on each side of the stage, it's so much distance. But yeah, like they can actually interact with each other quite well. I would liken the if you've never seen any of these stages we're talking about, but you've you, you've been to download. If uh, I would liken the main stage at Bloodstock to the second stage at Download, even though I still think the second stage at Download is still bigger than the main stage at Bloodstock. Yeah. I think I still think it's slightly bigger, but I get what you mean. Yeah, they were real, real close together. Where if you go to the main stage download, they're like fucking mile. They've got to run to each other to even get close. <laughs> yeah, like they're just so. This, I mean, you have to. You know, what I mean, there's so many people watching it. You need a big stage, but I get what you mean. Yeah, you definitely can see that in the video. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I've I forgot how how good. Well, I I, I haven't seen Cradle of Filth probably in almost twenty years, but they did look fun to watch you know oh, I, so much fun dude i probably wouldn't have chosen to go and watch them but after seeing your vlog i probably would now you know it's not really my kind of music but yeah i, I think still, live I though you know now. like i think danny filth now is this they're so self-aware of themselves you know they lo- they make all this dark music obviously you know fucking danny Filth's lyrics read like absolutely beautiful poetry but he fucking you know screams the shit out of them but yeah. they're self-aware as well, you know. They can tell. You can tell they're having a laugh. They like to have a bit of fun. They got all the flames and all that shit. And Danny Filth is always saying 
hilarious shit between songs in a funny voice. They they they're really entertaining, and because they're such a you know an old legendary band, everyone's heard of Cradle of Filth. Yeah, honestly, recommend if they're playing a festival, go and watch them. You you you'll enjoy something about the show because yeah. they really do put on a, a fucking fantastic show. The only thing I will say, the fucking that Cradle of Filth were excellent. Danny Phil's voice is insane. They're all great musicians. The show. Um, all of the background images they had were spectacular. But the problem is, when Cradle of Filth... I've noticed this every time they play a festival, people are sort of mystified by Cradle of Filth. And they sort of just stand there and just look. And when okay. you go to Cradle of Filth shows, people move a bit more. But at festivals, people are so sort of dumbfounded by what they just you know the people who are really into it like me were like this but then you get some people they watch the whole show and afterwards they say yeah, that was really good but they just kind of stand there and just look at the stage for the whole time because i yeah. think they're trying to just absorb all of this weird shit happening and some people make up their minds real early and they're like i don't like it but other people sort of go okay i'm gonna give us a chance to see what happens because this is weird as fuck <laughs> yeah and when he started doing all of his high-pitched vocals there was guys near us that had obviously never seen them before turning to each other going holy shit it was mental and i'm like it's fucking see it's fucking great so yeah i I suggest you watch them but yeah i suppose it's a spectacle of it uh like you said there's people who go for the spectacle and some people go for the music yeah exactly yeah i mean i was rocking out but you know most people were standing still but then a song would finish and the whole crowd would go mental like yes that was fucking awesome yeah so um yeah fest down credit field festivals are a bit weird because obviously seeing these goths in the middle of the day is is also a bit weird yeah <laughs> yeah i know i know it's not um you know i know there's a big shit around like marilyn manson and stuff at the moment but he he said the thing that i just all these bands would relate to when he i think when they played download in like 2018 he got on the stage and he's like this is bullshit he's like i'm a fucking goth so like, i'm wearing makeup it's the middle of the day he's like i'm melting it's like, get that big ball of light in the sky out of here. Where is the nighttime? And I was like, oh, I bet all these bands just feel like that. They just want to play a really dark venue, but they've got to yeah. play in the middle of the fucking day in, in Derby. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I just thought that was great. Yeah, at least put them in, in one of the tents or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Make it's it as dark darker. as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. But yeah, no, they will have to do it. Um. Oh. What was the weather like? I I almost forgot. Whew, right. Okay. <laughs> if 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 everyone goes to watch my vlog, watch my vlog, Simon Bond on YouTube. Um it was, and I was I said it in the video, it's it was fucking lovely almost the entire time. It only started to rain a tiny little bit on the Saturday, and I'm talking drizzle, then it was nice again. And it rained on the drive home. But the rest of the time, mate, I had a beautiful tan, literally. It was absolutely gorgeous some of the best weather i've had at a festival in a long time we we, trust me the factor 50 was on we were topping up every like couple of hours we had to put the after sun on afterwards it was proper hot man yeah lovely oh it sounds good man yeah like, mm. i I, am, I don't remember the last time i had good weather at a festival <laughs> i know it sucks well yeah. I, I, I again i'm just sorry i'm just gonna go off that just reminded me again is I bought like a big awning to go on the side of my tent. Um, like I've got a decent tent anyway. It's like a Sendero 4. So it's like one you can stand up in. It's technically a four person, but you could definitely fit more in that. And I bought this big awning thing that cost me like literally 120 quid to go on the side. 
but it didn't arrive in time. But as it turns out, we didn't really need it. But it also would have been a nice place to hide from the sun. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I'm I'm probably definitely going to need it a download because if it's download, it's going to rain, baby. Yeah. <laughs> what about the um the walk, the journey in? I, I suppose you you said a little bit about how it's a it's shorter, but yeah, the journey from the car to the campsite and the campsites to the arena was it uh, anywhere near as long or? <clears throat> no, it wasn't. I mean. No matter how short it is, it's always a ball like because you've got loads of stuff to carry. So yeah, you're always gonna it's always gonna hurt no matter how short it is. Obviously, it was a lot shorter, um, but you're just gonna get that with small festivals because obviously you can park closer to where it was. So the with Bloodstock, the you've got like cross a road and the car parks are like over the road from the festival. Yeah. So a little bit a a little different to download in that sense. I know. The South Car Park, you used to do that. Um, but since I live in Cheltenham, I, I'm always go to the West Park Car Park at Download, which is obviously like part of the festival. Um, so it was, yeah, it was nice. It was short. It was kind of good. I was still knackered, you know, when you finally find a space, you're like, oh, thank fuck. And then we just put the tents up quickly, sat down, had a beer, talked to a few people and then went back for a second load and got our, our stuff because um, never do one load, people. No. Always do multiple trips from the car. I've said it in tons of videos before. <laughs> I'll say it again. Don't kill yourself with one trip, man. Split it in two or three. Take your time. Take it easy. Do not kill yourself. You're supposed to be having fun, not yeah. dying. I've yeah. made the mistake multiple times. Don't, don't don't drink too much once you have sat sat down after setting up that you can't be bothered <laughs> to go back to the car. Uh, That's a good point. I've known people do that. Actually, uh, yeah, an old friend of mine, she got wasted on the Wednesday. And she was saying the whole time, I've got to go back to the car. I've got to go back to the car. So she, we, we walked back to the car with her and she was like slipping over in the mud. <laughs> it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, actually. So just remember, kids, right? Don't, don't do it all at once and then don't get too pissed. <laughs> and then you can't go back to the car. I suppose if it's not essential, you don't have to go back the same day. A lot of people no. leave their extra beer in that in the car and they only go to the car when they actually need it, which is actually a good point. I normally just bring all my beer with me and just put it in the tent so it's just there. But yeah. I guess people have different methods of of doing it. But yeah. Yeah, it was a lot easier. Definitely a lot just a lot shorter, but yeah. Still a ball lake as always. Yeah. Well speaking of beer, um your friend, uh, I've forgotten his name. Um Oh, Sherry? Sharon? Shannon. Shane. Shan- Shane. His name's Shane, but I call him Shannon. Okay. Shannon. Purely just because it annoys him, yeah. Uh, the beers that he had, what were they? Yes. Well, he works for the the, uh, the Daya Brewing Company. So they're like a, a brewing company. And I think they're based in only in Cheltenham. I'm not sure. But they're they're based in Cheltenham anyway, one of their places, and um, he works for them. So he gets like a an allowance of beer a month when you work there. So you get like twenty four <laughs> cans. Nice. So he just picked <clears throat> he just picked two of each beer, so we could sort of test them out the whole time. Yeah. But he's one of those nutters, though, man. Like you you see him in the video, me in the video. He wakes up in the morning and he's like, "Hey, do you want this?" And I'm like, "Oh, cheers, mate." I'm like, "Shane, that's the ten percent one. I don't want that till like. Well, I don't want that ever." <clears throat> but you can give it to me later on. Do you know what I mean? When we're all pissed and I want to get even a thing. And then I'm like, come on, just give me a lighter one. And he's like, there's an eight. I'm like, dude, <laughs> give me a light beer. <laughs> it's, it's 11 o'clock in the morning, man. So he hands me the four and I'm like, okay, that's a good starting point. Yeah. But he'll just be sitting there drinking the 10% beer at like 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, 
you're fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> but they yeah, are. But they are. Yeah, here the that brewing company do some absolutely fantastic beers. So we were absolutely treated this time. We brought yeah. like you know just some Stellas and that just to drink in the day, you know, just to sort of load up. But the beers that he had were absolutely gorgeous. We were completely spoiled. I actually barely even touched my. Um, I only bought one little bottle of rum. Barely even touched it. Was really? too busy drinking all this nice beer. Yeah, it was lovely. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, well, another podcast I listen to, and um, he, he always has a different beer for every episode, and he always talks about it. And I, and I was thinking, like, where do you get all these nice-sounding beers from? Like, <laughs> well, he's American, so obviously I wouldn't know where to find them anyway. But um, yeah, I, I, I only ever see like the same old ales and stuff when I go. So yeah, that's normally what I pick up. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough, man. What, you know what you could drink. I mean, I've I've definitely got into these ipas and stuff more than ever now like when i see you like a beer with like a cool can or something it's an ipa yeah. i look at it and go oh that looks tasty and normally they are some of them taste like shit but some of them are like all the brew dog ones are really nice never tried ipas the brew dog ones oh they're good yeah they're really good there's another ones like love and death and i can't remember some of the other ones there some of them are really nice but it, usually if you go to like a store if you go to like tesco's or asda or wherever you shop Normally, like you said, near all of the um, ales and stuff, you will have like a craft beer section. And yeah. some of them are pricey, but you only buy one. You don't buy like eight of them like you normally would for cans. So next time you're in there, man, dude, just pick one up and try it because some yeah. of them are really, really nice. Yeah, and do you know what, actually? Do you, do you ever go to Lidl? No, not at the moment, oh, but I am I was going to say, Lidl have really cheap alcohol, but it's really fucking good. And their IPAs are like a pound each or one pound fifty oh, really? or whatever. And they're and they're actually really nice. They've got like a, a chocolate orange one with like yeah. a um I can't remember what's got in it, like an octopus or something. That is gorgeous. I really like it. Can't remember oh, the well, name, but I have to try them. Yeah, if you ever swing by Lidl for anyone yeah. on the channel, their their IPAs are wicked. Awesome. Another thing I saw on your vlog. Quite close to the beginning, you're showing the food stalls, and um, yeah, it, it actually looked quite quiet. With um, with, again with download, it's gonna look, it looks busy all the time. I, I suppose it probably look quite quiet in the village when the bands are on, maybe. But um, yeah, it just didn't yeah didn't look like there's not many people there. Oh, that was the when I done that, they just opened the arena, so. It right. was only on the Wednesday or the Thursday, so there was only a handful of bands on that day. So yeah. there wasn't too many people in there. I thought it'd be just good to have a walk around. But the, okay. the, the days after that, <clears throat> they were all queues. It was like standard festival. But because we got in there so early just to have a quick bop around, it wasn't yeah. busy to begin with. But after that, it was standard festival um, stuff had resumed. And then it was like really fucking busy and you had to queue for everything. Yeah, that's fair. What are, uh, while we're on food, um, did was there the same kind of selection you would find at, at Download pretty much? A lot of the same stalls. The yeah. Yorkshire Pudding stall, um, the, there was no Easy Cheesy, they weren't there. Um, the Mexican stall, uh, one of the wrap stalls, I think one of the vegan stalls. So there was a lot of the same stalls that I saw at the Download Pilot and that you would normally see at Download. So yeah, yeah. but um, oh man, like I just... We, I had some great stuff. There was a couple of burgers that I had and I had a little thing for breakfast. Most of the time I just ate. I was pretty skint this time, so I just ate what I brought with me. But, yeah. oh man, that Yorkshire pudding 
yeah. is just a thing of beauty, man. It's well worth the money. It is like 12 quid, but it's a proper meal. It's not just like going to one of these vans to get a little burger and some chips or something. I'm talking about you have this thing and you need to go and have a lie down. It's a proper <laughs> actual meal. So yeah. it is genuinely worth the money. It's one of the only things... I mean, don't get me wrong. Some of the food's fantastic, but you know it is overpriced for what it is. Whereas this one, you could have a worse meal in a carvery than this, yeah. without a doubt. Really? It's, it's just fucking fantastic. So I recommend the big Yorkshire puddings. And I know for a fact, I'll definitely be at download next time. And it's one of... The, like I said at, the, at their um, pilot, the place just constantly had a queue. There was yeah. not one part of any day where that Yorkshire pudding place didn't have a queue, the amount of money these people are making, I mean, I know it costs a lot to pitch, you know, get the pitch and everything, which is fair enough. They must have killed it, man. They must have killed it, literally. Yeah. But fair play to them. But yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd recommend Yorkshire Pud all day long. I can guarantee you at Download there will be a giant queue for it, but wait, because yeah. it will be worth it. Yeah, I think I've only ever had a couple of them because of the queue and i can't be bothered but uh yeah i think the next time i'll try one i think it, it sounded like you you have one on a sunday night what's, <laughs> the, what's, the, what's the right word not religiously traditionally yeah it's like just a nice way to sort of end the festival yeah like your last big meal and it's on a sunday so it's like appropriate you just have a lovely big yorkshire pud <laughs> with yeah. You know, all your all your stuff in there, your gravy. Your th- oh, it's just, it was incredible. Dude, we'll get one next year and we'll yeah, just yeah. sit there. And I just need to look at your face while you're eating it because it will be a face of pure <laughs> joy. Yeah, well, <laughs> the last one I had was on the Sunday night as well. Like, I, yeah, all, all week I was I was saying I need to try one of them. I need to have one. And I was like, yeah. I, I might as well have it on Sunday just before we leave. Classic. There's another one I've heard of. A lot of people on the um, on the Facebook group talking about it i i can't remember what they're called but something about a bunny in the name or some rabbit something bunny um apparently it's like is a brazilian thing where you've got like um half a uh, loaf of bread hollowed out with some kind of stew inside it or something oh i've never heard of that but it sounds fantastic yeah, apparently well yeah everyone's raving about it i'd never heard of it before nice definitely have to try that, sounds, that one the, the only other one i know that's similar to the yorkshire pudding one was at um download 2019 there was like a vegan tent and they had like a big sort of tortilla and right. then they put loads of filling in it so it's kind of like a different version of the yorkshire pudding and i'm a veggie okay. so that was that was incredible as well that was yeah. lovely awesome so yeah that's the, we're so blessed at these festivals man honestly f- you know you get some shite there, like you get everywhere, but 90% of the food is banging. Yeah. It's so good for like just truck food. It's amazing. Some of these places really, they work. Re- you could see how hard these people are working. I spoke to one of the guys um, at a burger store. It was like two in the morning <laughs> and I was like pissed and I'm like, I need a burger. So I over to this guy and he, it was just me and him there. He was working behind there, um, actually giving me the burger. And I said to him, how are you doing, man? He's like, yeah, I'm good, man. He's like, ah. Oh, I've done a 14-hour shift today. He's like, I'm knackered. And he's like, and then I've got to go to... Think, bear in mind, this was two in the morning. Yeah. And then he said, oh, I've got to be up again at um, like eight or nine to help the rest of the guys out. So these people that work these stalls, they really do work really hard for their money at these festivals. They work super hard. So yeah. I think there's nothing we can do. We, 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 we've obviously covered 
what it's like to play at Bloodstock and download, mm -hmm. what it's like to be one of the food vendors. We could uh, have somebody oh, on. Oh, that would be fantastic. I know, I know one person who who has done it, um, but here his his food stall just disappeared. <laughs> he oh, he really? woke up one morning and they had gone home, but he oh. he managed to get into the festival for free because he was working it. So he just stayed and was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna party." But um, I know I know one person that's worked um, behind at a coffee counter, right? Um, for for the festival, so that might be interesting if we can get get Sammy on because he'll he'll know what it's like. He worked Download Twenty Eighteen, I think it was. Yeah. Oh, is your Sammy a, so, a bloke? Yeah, Sammy. He's the bass player. Ah, in our band. Cool. So yeah, that, but he was um we... yeah he was helping out and doing um doing some work for one of his mates so he worked in the coffee stall yeah because we spoke about this before when when i said we had a lewis and a sammy but our sammy yeah. was a was a woman so well we actually had two sammies ah. had one guy one girl oh excellent differently <laughs> so we had sammy s-a-m-i yeah and then we had sammy s-a-double-m-i yeah cool or was there an e on the end possibly <laughs> yeah i can't remember Oh, we're the coolest. Um, I we do are know cool dudes. Um, the guy that um, my friend was working for. I actually worked with him. I think it's him and his brother doing it. I worked with him at Domino's, like I, nice. I want to say eleven, twelve years ago. And he he, he messaged me a, a few years back and said, "Look, um, I saw you went to download. If you ever, you know, if you ever want to go, I can get free tickets for you." And I was ah. like, "Awesome." And then the next year, <laughs> I messaged him. I never heard back. Oh. But he, he didn't actually say at the time that it might have been working. I don't, I'm not sure if he would have expected me to work. And if that was the case, I probably would have said, nah, because I, you know, I'm happy to pay for it and just have fun. Yeah. And just get drunk the whole time. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't want to be tied down to having to work. But I yeah, he offered me free tickets and then oh. never heard from him. Um, so yeah, so one thing I heard, it was a long, long time ago, it might have worked like this back then, but I'm not sure if it would anymore, but I heard a guy saying that he knew somebody who had like a food stall, and that all of the food stalls have to buy all their food from Download Festival itself. What? That's why it would be so expensive, because Download Festival sell it at an expensive price to them, and that's why all, like, so, for example, all the buns... But the burger buns would be exactly the same wherever you went. But then there's places like, uh, see, it probably probably wouldn't work anymore because. No, that can't be all right. Of not the, any, well, not anymore anyway. No. Yeah. Like you said, all of the massive variety that you can get. Download Festival yeah. aren't going to go, well, we're going to buy the noodles no. just to give to the noodles. God, people. they'd have to have a whole team just for curating all of this insane stuff because you've got Mexican, you've got. Chinese, you've got like American style, you've got there's so much different stuff that would be mental. Yeah, like I said, it was a long time ago I heard that. Probably somewhere, something like 2006, 2007. It Could might have, have worked time, like yeah. that. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. If, if you know any different, or if you know if that is how it worked, yeah, it would be good to uh, good to know to get. Yeah, that would be awesome. Some clarity. Yeah, I was going to, can we just go back to something quickly? I was going to say, when you were talking about working it, I was talking to people there and um, I was saying, I don't know if I do it a download, but I think I might 
go to a festival and work at yeah. some point like just to get into the festival yeah. i don't know if i want to do it a download because i'd really want to obviously enjoy the download experience but if it was like a reading or you know possibly even a bloodstock or something like that yeah i honestly think i, I wanted one year actually just go and work there and see how it is because I, some people have said to me it's a hell of a lot of fun yeah, yeah. you're working but you're working at a festival do you know what i mean like, <laughs> yeah and people have said it's really good crack with everyone that you work with and obviously you get off days and you know stuff like that you can still go and watch some bands and uh, apparently it's a really awesome experience depending on which sort of thing that you do so i think one year i'm definitely gonna try it and see how it is yeah cool i i've not really heard much about what it would be to what it'd be like to work at download or 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 bloodstock anything like that i have heard you know i said that um a lot of the carnival clubs from here Mm -hmm. work at glastonbury i know a lot of them do security uh at the uh security at the farms surrounding it so they're not actually working in the festival ah. just making sure that nobody goes and steals from their you know surrounding farms or yeah. houses or whatever but they still get entrance to the festival ah right cool well that's awesome that's a bit different yeah i don't know that's if, nice i like that yeah i don't know if that's i mean because obviously you have got all the stewards that are in the car park and everything as well haven't you, you yeah know, so you might not be working anywhere near the festival um, well, there's a few, um, there's actually a few vlogs. I'll send you the links to them. We'll put them in the video of people working at Download Festival. Yeah, awesome. And uh, it looks like they they have like a really fucking awesome experience. So we'll see. Awesome. Yeah, again, that's not something I've really looked too much into. So uh, that'll be yeah. interesting. Yeah, man. Let's try and talk some more about Bloodstock because we <laughs> kind of veered off of... Uh, track as we do listen if you've listened to this podcast <laughs> this is what these people have come to expect okay yeah we talk about a topic we veer off then we go back to the topic then we veer off then we go back to the topic then we veer off that's what this show is yeah okay that's it it's just two men babbling about music and stuff and and download and all other festivals and trying to get into some sort of coherent conversation that someone <laughs> else could listen to that is essentially what this podcast and Really, we just have fun doing it. So yeah. <laughs> if you enjoy it, sweet. Yeah, I was going to say, and we love it. Uh, we, oh, hells yeah. Regardless of the uh, the offshoots of topic of conversation. Uh, if, if, <laughs> I don't know. If you don't if you don't love it, make your own. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Become competition and see if you can do it better. And we'll probably enjoy it. Don't say that, because we'll people it. could do it probably way better than we could do it. <laughs> yeah. Don't say that. People will start popping up all over the shop. Yeah, that's true. That's why I've always tried to keep my ideas quiet, because I know people have got the money to do it better than I do. <laughs> um, and so I try and keep them quiet. Uh, so so I, I've, I've wanted to own my own escape room for, for a good two, three years now. Oh, my God, that's a bit left-field. I've never heard anyone say that before. That's awesome. Oh, I've written a couple, and uh, but like, there's nothing here. There's no escape rooms here. But I don't want oh. people to get wind of the fact that it would be a good idea because they'll go, oh, yeah, we'll do that. We've got lots of money. <laughs> I haven't got lots of money to make one. so <laughs> Idea destroyed. But uh, anyway, um, ah, so what, what have we spoken about? We've spoken about the, the journey in, the journey to the... Arena, alcohol, food, alcohol. Should we yeah. talk about some bands? We spoke about Cradle of Filth. What about bands? Did you? Uh, I, I, 
I still really like the idea of the the Hobgoblin New Blood stage. Did you spend much time over at that? A little bit, but honestly, I was so busy watching other stuff. We didn't really make our way over there too much. Okay. Um, I, I wish I had time to go and see, you know, every band, but I always try and make my way over to to stuff. But um, yeah, I watched loads of stuff that I hadn't seen before. Um, I would say out of all the bands, my like band when I was like, whoa, I never knew this band was this good, was 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 Creator. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know too much about them. Just listened to them like a little bit. But holy hell, what a barnstormer of a of a gig that was <laughs> jesus absolutely incredible i was i was blown away i couldn't believe how incredibly tight and great their bloody songs were awesome i was i was completely blown away by crater i was like wow i'd never realized how powerful this would be live and it was just insane and the guys we were with they were just going crazy man we, we, we met this guy called matt there and he was just in the pit the entire time. Yeah. And when he came out, it just had no voice left. And he was like, <laughs> yeah, that was really good, man. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, fun. He's like, oh, mate, that was so sick. I was like, that was absolutely brilliant. So that was like my kind of like, I was going to go watch them, but I didn't actually realize how fucking much I would enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. I obviously heard them on the uh, on the playlist. And yeah. they're pretty much the same as you. Uh, like you said the uh, last episode, they, they weren't really my kind of thing. But mm. for a band that are headlining that I've never really heard before, you you would go and see them and just go, why? What's the deal with them? Why why are they so yeah. big? Yeah, yeah. Now I know. Bloody hell! Absolutely incredible. It's such a shame I haven't been um, listening to them for longer. But yeah, yeah. really really cool. <laughs> I was listening to I was listening today in work. I was like. Um, I put some tunes on so I was doing loads of boring invoices. I was like, I put some creator on. I was like, this is sick. This is so sick. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, that was um that was cool little unexpected sort of, you know, get a really awesome band that you like. And then you've got the other side of the scale where um one of my favourite bands, Paradise Lost, were really boring this time. <laughs> were they? Um, yeah, they kind of not surprised. They were well, they don't know. I've I've seen them a couple of times before and they were bloody brilliant but they obviously were playing an album all the way through and it's not my favorite album and i like the first like five or six songs but after that it does start to get a little bit sort of dreary yeah and then by the time they'd finished it they played one more song and then they'd finished so it was i don't think it was anything to do with their performance i just think that i don't know why they were doing draconian times i know it's like you know anniversary sort of stuff and all that but to do Draconian Times all the way through, just it, it didn't work for me. Yeah. It would have worked in a venue to Paradise Lost fans, but it didn't work at a festival. I was really hoping they were going to do a best of set, yeah. which would have been much better. But um, yeah, it, 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 it just really didn't. As much as I fucking love this band and everyone knows how much I love Paradise Lost, <laughs> yeah. it just didn't grab me like their other shows have. I was just like... Yeah, this is a bit boring, actually. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bit boring. And then Craig Filth came on afterwards and absolutely tore apart you know complete opposite so i know what you mean with um with paradise lost because uh i think i'm not sure if i put it in the last episode or cut it when i said that i wasn't expecting to see them i think it was in there and um so i i got there i got right to the front and i yeah. was going i was going mental for all the songs that i knew but all the songs that i didn't know of theirs i was like 
what do I do? Now? I, I don't really know what to do. I, I was like going from really singing along to every song, like right at the front, like I said, to just jumping around. Like, I want to listen to this. Do I just stand yeah. here whilst everybody else jumps around singing around me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was disappointing. Just not because not they were bad, but just because it just wasn't the right vibe for that festival. They should they should have played the best of, but oh well, what, what can you do? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'll see them again and they'll be amazing. So we're going to go see it. I think they're playing... They've got some shows up. They're playing in February here. Are they? Yeah, in Bristol, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, because uh, so, I, I, I wasn't yeah. too keen on Draconian Times either. I remember when I got into them, and I think it was my cousin who was into them first, and he was saying how much of an amazing album it was, but I, I just never saw it. You know, I could never get into it. No, like like the first seven songs are awesome, but then after that, I I, I don't like any of them. Really? Well, not that I don't like them. They're not bad songs. Like they, they don't write bad songs, but they're just like they're just like, eh, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. But the first, the first seven tracks are, are unbelievable. But after that, it's just like, <sighs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> and then you're just like waiting for it to finish. So live, it just didn't translate properly. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember many songs from the album now. I probably, probably would know some, but can't remember at the minute. From, from me listening to the. Um... The Bloodstock, I, I forgot what it was called earlier, didn't I? Playlist. <laughs> yeah. There was only two bands that sort of made me stop and actually go and listen to their stuff instead of trying to get through the playlist. Uh, the first one was a band called Cottonmouth. You heard of them? Okay. No. They were on the New Blood stage. They they won the Nottingham, oh. the Nottingham Metal to the Masses. And I got to their Spotify nice. and they had like less than a thousand listens on their on their um on most of their songs yeah not surprising that's what's good about those playlists like you like and uh, but uh, you can't tell who's big and who isn't yeah it's great it gives it gives gives bands like you said like they've only got a certain amount of listens it gives bands a good chance to compete with the rest of them because unless you click into them you'll think this is a band that's as you know not as big but you know, in the mix with a lot of the other bands which is fucking awesome yeah yeah no i did really did, did really enjoy them they weren't as heavy as a lot of the other bands, so I think oh, okay. I, I expect a lot of the bands that I liked were from the uh, from the New Blood stage, and they weren't as heavy as the other ones. But it's weird because yeah. I have listened to heavy music in parts of my life. I just so all all of these bands that were on, you know, the, like it's not my kind of thing now. But I would have listened to them at some point. I would have would have said, yeah, ah, it's all good, man. It's you know. It's, with those kinds of bands, they're not bands you're going to find every day. So no. listening to these sorts of um, playlists are going to be good because they're going to give these bands a sort of exposure. Like, you've listened to them. How many other people have listened to them? So it's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. I remember when, uh, oh, I must have been only about 18, 19, something like that. Uh, a friend of mine did me, it was a mixtape, basically. It was a CD of, like, loads of bands. The only two bands I remember from it were At The Gates and Pig Destroyer. Ah, oh, nice. But there was loads of like really heavy bands like that on it, and it was awesome. I listened to it so much, but I never, I never got any of their albums. I never got into that side of the music. And so I didn't, I didn't know who the bands were <laughs> because he didn't write them down. It's just the ones. Oh, I asked really? About. So you were just like, oh, who the fuck is this? Yeah. But uh, yeah, the at, I love it. The at the gate stuff was uh, some of the songs from. Um, I was going to say Suicide Silence, then, but it's not. That's of another band. Um, 
Yes, the red cover, the the, the massive album that they... Have you, are you a fan? No, I've never listened. You've never listened to Out the Gates? No. Holy shit. Slaughter of the Soul, or Sla- Slaughter the Soul, or Slaughter of the Soul. I can't remember. You should listen to that album. It's At fucking incredible. I've album. heard of them, of course, but I've never... Um, I've just never taken notice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, fuck yeah. Seen people wearing t-shirts and all that shit. Yeah, uh, I think the other, the other band that um, made me stop and go listen to them was it was a band called Words That Burn. I haven't actually looked into them that much yet, but yeah, they were Words quite cool. Words That Burn. I don't know where they were on the lineup. I should probably look. Uh, I'm just kind of putting them on Spotify. Words That Burn. There you yeah. Go. Yeah, they've only got a thousand monthly. Li- oh, I say only thousand, still awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a thousand thousand monthly listeners. So they are quite small. Yeah. But that's cool. Yeah, they look awesome. But but there was a, there, there seemed to be yeah it was it was so strange like there were some bands on there that sounded like bands that I that I would have listened to like when I first started going to gigs at fifteen yeah it, it it was just like that same kind of sound and it's weird how it there probably hasn't been bands that sounded like that all the way through but like that kind of sound I can't I can't explain it but real sort of rough heavy i i'm not yeah. i'm not good with words when it comes to just describing this kind of thing but yeah it was weird yeah i i don't know but a sound that you recognize that you've heard since day until now yeah yeah i, I don't know how uh, did you when did you start going to gigs what sort of age fucking hell it would have been 2000 so i was what 16 yeah and um so it was all I don't know. It might probably would have been different where you are. Did, were you going to big gigs then, or because I'm, I'm yeah, thinking... my first my first couple were big gigs before I went to smaller gigs. Yeah, I mean I'd been to kind of little gigs in the few years before, but they weren't like proper proper. But yeah, I went to a couple of big gigs and then I started going to smaller ones. Right. So I experienced it almost backwards. Yeah, but yeah, it was just like all the, yeah. the little, little local bands that I mean won't have anything on the internet anywhere anymore well they wouldn't have probably ever had anything on the internet no but yeah it was cool it was it was cool to hear that kind of sound again you know i can't yeah. I, I haven't got any bands i didn't write the bands down that that i can use as an example i'd be interested for you to yeah sort of get more on this because uh it would be nice to figure out what sound you're actually talking yeah about. I like i'll it. listen to the 66 hour playlist again and uh <laughs> <laughs> well maybe have a flick through and then yeah it would be nice for you to sort of um give us some more information on the exact sound that you're talking about because that's that's intriguing that it's something that you've heard for a long time yeah oh no it's like yeah because it it seemed like all the bands, all, all the little local bands had the similar sound. I don't know if maybe it was the acoustics of the room that made it sound like that. Maybe it was the yeah. recording process that they used that made it sound like I don't know. But yeah, I will. I'll do some research again. Yeah, do it, man. Definitely. Um, what else will we be talking about? Sorry, Bloodstock Bands. We went off track again. Uh, wait a minute. Yeah, so I said before about Paradise Lost. Quaila Filth were fucking fantastic. Creator were great. Um, I'd have to say though, my my favourite performance through the whole weekend was Devon Townsend, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, that was something phenomenal. He, he that guy really takes you to a to another place. And this is the first time I'd ever seen Devon Townsend before, and I've been a fan for a number of years now. And uh, oh man, I was completely blown away. It was 
absolutely brilliant and the fact that he'd only had three days to rehearse with these musicians and little fun fact for you you'll never guess who played bass uh your mate sammy no that would have been great the bass player from sixth james leach and yeah he was playing bass for them um and he's in another awesome band that i love called gold key but He's obviously a shit hot bass player, but it was really cool to look up and go, oh, wait a minute. Oh, God, that's so cool. <laughs> um, I, I'm not sure who the other guys were. Um, I'll, I'll look into that for next time. But I tell you what, right, for for rehearsing for three days as a band or however, like two or three days. Oh, my word. What a fucking performance yeah. that was. Was that just so Absolutely. he didn't have to have the rest of the band? come over then yeah because he had real difficulty so devon townsend just like creator they came over and they isolated for like two weeks before they could play right. you know? so they they really put a lot of effort into um coming out for this festival yeah and for the devon townsend gig and the creator gig they were both fantastic was well worth it um but that devon townsend performance was off the charts played a boss best of set i was singing along Oh, I was just in such a great mood. And on the vlog, I told you afterwards, we all liked Devin Townsend. And Shane, who was with me, he's obviously heard Devin Townsend. But even he was like, holy hell, that was one hell of a performance. He he loved it. So when we all got back to the tent, you know what it's like after being at a festival? If you haven't been before, it's weird how if you see a really good band, it puts all of you in a really good mood. Yeah. And then when you go back to the tents, everyone's just in the best mood ever yeah. and you just want to stay up the whole night and just fucking talk shit and that's exactly what we had on the friday night everyone was just buzzing after devin townsend because it was so good awesome so um yeah that was my performance of the weekend but um as well i saw um phil campbell and the bastard sons who were fucking fantastic um who else did i see saw skin dread who as uh, always yeah. fucking brilliant just absolutely tore the whole place a fucking new one because it was it was fucking great um and then we watched um shrapnel which are like a small sort of um thrashy band so they were on the um sophie lancaster stage they were really good and then on the thursday we watched the punk rock factory i think they were called and they do like loads of covers of like you know fucking 80 songs and uh like pop songs but they do it in like a a punk rock kind of way yeah and that was fucking hilarious you had the power rangers on um your vlog didn't you yeah they done power rangers they done pokemon you know all the like theme tunes that would get all of us like you know 20s to sort of mid to late 30s nostalgia sort of trip and then they done like just loads of pop songs but in like punk style and it was just really fun it was just it was really good and it was weird to see all these like big metalers there just like singing along to like <laughs> you know some next fucking 80s pop song it was really cool it was a really like a complete switch from the kind of real metal stuff but that's the vibe i got from that festival they really like either really fucking heavy metal <laughs> yeah or then something absolutely ridiculous yeah do you know what i mean and then everything in between that it's just so strange how you see all these big metal guys like leaping around to all this <laughs> stuff that's just yeah just men like mental like that's the kind of really good thing i got from that festival they really like to um have fun and enjoy themselves and have a laugh and it yeah it really showed with the bands some some really uh fucking awesome performances and the rest of the time i just got pissed yeah good man so like some other bands so you when you're talking about devon townsend um i i don't know what i've done i've got written down here devil fire dash devon i don't know why 
Devil Fire. I don't remember. It okay. must have been like over a week ago or something, and I can't remember. But Devil Fire was quite good. Um, one of the first bands on the uh, on the players was a band called Acid Rain, which were quite good too. Nice. Yeah, there's some good shit on there. It's a shame I couldn't get round and listen to everything. Yeah. Saxon. Did you see Saxon? I saw a bit of Saxon and then we left. Yeah. I've never listened to Saxon before, ever. Uh, but it was sort of, Yeah, they got a few good tunes. Yeah, I listened to their, some of their stuff. And it, do you know what? It made me think of Iron Maiden. It, 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 They're very... They were out around the same time. I actually think Saxon might have been going longer than Maiden. Yeah, they probably have. Uh, was it their like fiftieth yeah. year this year? Yeah, something crazy like that. They got a few good like good songs. I remember hearing some back in the day and thinking that's really good. Who's this? It was Saxon. Yeah, I've just never paid them probably the the attention that they deserve. But yeah, yeah, they're, they're good bands. But- we, we we watched a couple of songs of them and then we left. We we didn't actually get round to watching Priest. We left because Shane. For some reason, wasn't wearing a fucking jacket. He was just wearing his 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 battle <laughs> jacket with cut off sleeves, and it started raining. And I'm like, he's like, I'm gonna fucking die out here if this happens the whole time. <laughs> As it turns out, it stopped raining for Priest, <laughs> so we could have stayed. Yeah, but we just decided to go anyway. And I said to him, you know, we'll we'll, we'll go see Priest separately, man, because we both really like him. But by that point, we were just so knackered, and he was getting soaking wet, and I felt bad for him because I was there with my waterproof jacket on. Like a little nerd, like <laughs> I could stay here all night, baby. Oh yeah! And then, uh, no, but then we we left after that. What? Did you you left the festival or just left the arena? Left the festival. We'd already packed you... up all the stuff on the Sunday, yeah, okay. so we just literally got in the car and drove back. Well, it's only an hour and a half from Cheltenham, yeah. so it really wasn't that much of a bad um, drive for us this time. Even down it isn't that far from us; it's about two hours, so yeah, not actually that bad. I, I can understand. Hour, I've, but... I've done that before. Like, wanted to see the Sunday night band, but. You also think, well, if I leave before them, I'll get them around eight-ish, and that'll be a, give me a good good night's sleep for work in the morning. <laughs> yeah. That sort of thing. No, it's understandable. If it was someone that I, you know, like, I like Priest. If it was someone that I really love, like, um, they've got Lamb of God headlining on the Sunday next year. If you think I'm fucking missing that, you're out of, this, you're out of your mind. I'm not missing one fucking note of that. Yeah. Oh, what what was it? What was it like when they did the announcement? They did the announcement for next year oh my on God. stage, didn't they? Right. <clears throat> I'll tell you this right now. I spoke to people before, right? Download Festival need to take note of this, right? Because the way they announced the bands was fucking incredible, right? Just after Skindred, because they knew that how popular Skindred was, that's when uh, you know most of the people were going to be at the stage. That was the most... Apart from... Actually, for Skindred, that was probably the most packed I saw it the whole time. Yeah, it was. They they're just so popular. They're such a staple of British festivals. Pretty much everyone goes to see them. So out of all the bands the whole weekend, apart from I didn't see Priest, that was the busiest I saw it. For Skindred, it was just fucking rammed from front to back. And um, after that, they came out on stage and said, "Right, we got a special treat for you. We're gonna announce twenty bands right now, and no one else is gonna know about this until tomorrow. Only you at the festival are gonna know about it." Yeah. So we were like, "Holy shit! This is like." It makes you feel like you're so exclusive for being there. Yeah. And that we're going to play a video and it's going to show you. And obviously when bands came up, people started going mental. So it was like a reaction to like a football match or something. Yeah. Because it came up with like Life of Agony and people were like, oh, yeah. And then Static X came up and fucking loads of people. I went mental. I was like, fucking Static X. Holy shit. <laughs> and it was just so cool to see everyone's genuine reactions. Yeah. And then... I went through, there was loads, it was like Exodus, just oh, the lineup's just great. And then 
it said, and your Sunday headliner, Lamb of God, and the whole fucking place just went nuts. Yeah, awesome. It was just so such a cool way of doing it like literally like and shane who who i went with he's a fucking great vocalist and randy is one of his fucking idols he just idolizes lamb of god he was literally leaping in the air next to me he he, he couldn't believe that they had announced <laughs> lamb of god awesome and it was just so cool to look around and see how people had reacted and if they were to do that i know downloads a bit different the way that it's booked. So I know that would be different. But if they could just do that with one or two bands, oh man, it makes you feel, it made us feel so like, and when we were, everyone was walking off, everyone was talking about it. They're like, holy shit, fucking Lamb of God, fucking Staircase. Fucking. Like, it was just such a cool way of doing it. And a, like a real thank you to the fans to say, we're going to tell you that information while you're actually at the festival. So cool. That was one of the coolest things I've ever seen a festival do. Yeah. Yeah, it does sound cool. I think they don't do that every year. I think they just wanted to do it this year. Just to I think, be, yeah, to I, be I think probably just because they, they booked it in advance because of COVID and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, if that was to become a regular thing, yeah. that would be, it was great. It was It sounds like so it cool. will become a regular thing or, or they'd want it to become a regular thing. Because, because yeah. like you said, the reactions... It, if you saw those bands, those same bands where you're sat at home or even with a couple of mates out at a coffee shop, you wouldn't have that same reaction. Like It's just that whole adrenaline of being there at the yeah. festival and hearing a name. Like you said, with Lamb of God, if, if, if you were to say to someone, to Shannon, like Lamb of God are there next year, if you were at his house or something, you know, would you get the yeah. same reaction? No, it's... Well, you get a reaction... Because I always, whenever the download line comes up, I'm like, come on, come on, come on. Oh, fucking yes. But it's not like, I get what you mean. It's not like you can't just fucking scream and just go, yes, with like yeah. a couple of hundred thousand people <laughs> around you, like going fucking mental. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, very cool. So yeah, dude, I'm so glad you asked that because that was, yeah, that was one of the, that was that, weirdly, that was one of the f- coolest bits of the entire weekend. Yeah. It was so unexpected. It, I wasn't expecting it to happen, and it was it was brilliant. So yeah, very cool, awesome. And uh, well, the other, the other big thing was the birthday cake. Did you see that? Apparently, Devon Townsend yeah. brought a birthday cake out because it's Bloodstock's twentieth year. Yeah, and they got everyone on stage. I'm guessing all the people that booked the festival and run the festival. And um, he sung "Happy Birthday," played it on the guitar, and then there were fireworks as well. It was really cool, awesome. And everyone sung "Happy Birthday, Bloodstock." It was. I don't know, it felt kind of wrong being there because it was my first time. Yeah. <laughs> and yet I was singing happy birthday to Bloodstock, even though I'd only been there once. Uh, so it was kind of like being at a friend's party that you don't really know that well, but it's their birthday, but you've been invited by your mate's yeah. mate. <laughs> yeah. And you're just there going, happy birthday, man. I don't really know you that well, but <laughs> great for existing this whole time. So that's kind of what it felt like. But it was it was really nice. And you could see that the... You know, the hardcore Bloodstock fans in the audience, you know, they, they were loving it. So it was very cool. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I think I would have felt a bit awkward at the same, doing doing the same thing. Yeah, And I, I would have thought, am I the only person that feels like this? It feels weird and <laughs> awkward. But no, yeah. I was just, it's like, like slow clap, like, oh, awesome, man. Well done. Well, you had other people going, yeah. Oh, man. Bloodstock. Yes. Yes. Like, <laughs> it was good for to see people's different reactions. Awesome. Um, 
Oh, training. What else? Uh, what else I can ask you? I, another thing I've noticed, uh, I've seen just from the Facebook page, people really take pride in leaving their their tent pitch clean and empty. Yeah, actually, do you know what? You've just reminded me of something. That's that's a good question. I want to say something else before I say that. Right. All right. In the day, it was so fucking messy there. It was way messier than download. There was just cups and rubbish all over the like aisles where you were walking and everything. It was, I don't know if it was just our campsite. I was in the, the biggest one. I don't, I don't know if all the others were like that because we only had a walk around the last few nights, but it was fucking, there was shit everywhere. Yeah. Literally everywhere. And I think at download, they have, they have people walking around now, don't they? Like litter picking and doing it sort of in the day. It's probably somebody throwing a uh, bin bag around. He probably said to his mates, <laughs> if I see a black bin bag, I'm lobbing it. <laughs> there we go. We got there in oh, the end. Adam. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> someone had been thrown around. Yeah, see, someone had been a bad boy, thrown around rubbish, and uh, yeah, it was covered in crap. But like you said, when people started leaving, they really make sure they cleaned up all everything. Like we'd done that. We had like, we left like four black bags all tied up ready to go. We left all the rest of the pitch all completely tidy. Uh, people leaving, yes, it was very tidy, which is really good to see. I know Download's got a lot better. Obviously, it's a lot bigger, so it's a lot harder to control. Yeah. And Download has got a lot better about doing stuff like that. Um, more difficult with more people. But yeah, uh, big up to Bloodstock for the, the people that went for that because they really were sort of tidying away all their rubbish and that. So that's pretty cool. Is there anything else you can think of? that uh, people might want to know i'm i'm starting to run out of questions i would say toy toilet toilet wise um there was only a few times when i went to the toilet and the pile was so high you couldn't go the rest of the time um it was okay you know you get a shock one day you'd walk into the toilets and they'd be you know nice and fresh other days you walk in they'd be not so fresh um but there was a lot of funny messages on the back of the door so it was quite funny (laughs) A lot of people brought pens and uh, wrote stuff everywhere. So that's always fun to read when you're like half cut yeah. and trying to take a poo in a field. It's not, it's not a very nice experience for anyone, but yeah. Uh, but they also ran out of hand sanitizer very quickly, which was annoying. I don't know if it... I said there's people there, but they even they can tell me. I'm like, does does Bloodstock normally sell out? Because there's a lot of people here. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure on the toilet front, uh, I don't think they put enough toilets in the campsites. Right. That would be my only complaint to do with anything bathroom related yeah i'm wondering if uh, they're still struggling to get hold of them like the same week we spoke about it for the download pilot didn't we we did yeah possibly yes and like like yeah like we were talking about before same with the download pilot not enough toilets and i'm um, hopefully that will change for you know the proper big download and festivals next year but um yeah for both of them just not enough not enough portaloos man overall obviously being a downloader I, I can tell you right now, I'm 100% going back to Bloodstock next year. I had a fantastic time. I met some really cool people. It was a great vibe. Bands were cool overall. Really nice layout. I just had a really fucking good time. So I'm going to go back. Um, and yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed myself the whole time. Weather was great. Literally no complaints. I was wearing a vest pretty much the entire time. It was awesome. So cool. Um hundred percent going back awesome i i would definitely love to go if i could if i can get the time off work if you know i generally don't have enough holiday to be able to book extra festivals or enough extra money to be able to 
pay for extra festivals but uh yeah, yeah definitely definitely one that i would probably enjoy but also i'd i'd feel bad it, uh like you said you don't know if it sells out every year i would imagine it would with only fifteen thousand people so i yeah. i would feel bad going knowing that there might be people out there who go all the time who couldn't get a ticket but i suppose it's yeah but even this year you know pete people weren't necessarily clambering over each other to get tickets it sold out eventually but there was a bit of time there when anyone could buy a ticket so i wouldn't worry about that too much i did wonder if um so like down i'm sure download has only ever sold out like three times maybe they usually make a big thing about it it hasn't sold out for a long time i wonder if they lowered the capacity down to about eighty thousand, and it was selling out every year Mm. would there be more hype about it would there be more it's, I it's don't know because you get you get festivals like Reading and Leeds they sell out every year so yeah I don't really think it's that much of a big deal I think it's just all about your lineup yeah the last time I remember people properly talking about download selling out was 2009 yeah when it was just completely sold out I think 2010 sold out as well because of ACDC right and I think the last one to properly sell out or at least the day to definitely sell out was the Guns N' Roses in 2018. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that was a lot of people went just for Guns I've N' Roses. I've said before, and I'll say it again, that day was the most people I've ever seen at Download. It was insane. Yeah. Absolutely. Met. You just can't underestimate how fucking popular Guns N' Roses no. are. Because it was just nuts. Yeah, I I I really enjoyed them. I wasn't expecting to enjoy them as much as I did. I I just want to talk about all these things, but I also don't want to run out of stuff to talk about when we do eventually get to talking about that <laughs> specific year. No, we won't. We'll touch on these subjects and then we'll you know yeah. we'll, we'll go into them in in lots of detail. Maybe. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, well, speaking of um, talking about specific years, next week I think we will be revisiting two thousand and three. There's a few other bits that. Uh, I missed off. Uh, I'm going to try and get the uh, the guy who I spoke to before. I haven't spoken to him for weeks now, so hopefully he's still available. Um, and hopefully he can come on and talk about seeing Metallica. I know I'm doing this nice. a little bit a little bit earlier than I normally do, but it was a it was a good segue. So yeah, next week we should be touching on 2003 a bit more, and I think the episode after will be about two weeks after Iron Maiden's album's released. So we should be able to get that okay. one in there. We might have to do like uh like me and you said we're gonna do like a top ten maiden albums thing, so we might have to get our stuff ready for that. I've already got that yeah, stuff ready. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> I've also got oh my god, I've done something Ooh. I've done something awesome. I've done something quality, right? I went through all the download lineups and notched down all of the bands that I ever saw at download. Yeah. And I've done my tally of the most bands I've seen at the bands I've seen the most at download. Awesome. So we'll have to do that on some future episode yeah. and I shall reveal to you my top five most seen bands. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I'd have to remember which bands I saw. And, and I'm sure, like I've said before, there's only... And it has to be, you can't have just watched a few songs. Yeah. You have to have watched the whole set. Yeah. So there's ones that I didn't put on there because I'm like, I watched a few songs. I watched a few songs. But the ones that I genuinely remember of watching the entire set, they're the only ones that I've logged down. On yeah, it. cool. Yeah, there was definitely years where I only saw about four bands. So it should be an easy job for me uh, to go through and do that. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be interesting, though, to see, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Shall we 
head into campsite fuckery at this point. Yeah, let's head in there, sir. Awesome. Did you have you got any news stories from Bloodstock that you want to talk about here? Did you witness anything? Oh, I should probably do the intro to it properly, shouldn't I? Fuck me. So, Campsite Fuckery is a section of the show where we talk talk about any funny, strange or interesting stories from it doesn't have to be from the campsite, but yeah, from the from the campsite or festivals in general. This section is for you guys. So, we want you to send your stories to us. It could be from the arena, the walk there, or anything else related to the festival. I'll go over all the ways you can reach out to us at the end of the show. Um, so, did you did you get any? Have you got any stories from Bloodstock? Any new ones that uh, you want to share? Uh, I wouldn't say stories. I say things that I witnessed because Bloodstock is really big for bin jousting. So they get on the big biffer bins and they smash them together and. You've got to fight each other on top and all that. I only saw that once in the day, but as it turns out, they removed all of the big bins purposely so people couldn't do bin jousting. Ah. So on, on my on my vlog, if you guys watch it, you'll see a couple of people crashing into each other and then the security guy just automatically comes and takes the bins. <laughs> so they kind of improvised this year because the one thing I did with this was there was a, a big crowds of people like sort of at the entrance of the main campsite and uh, it was just people wrestling. <laughs> there were these guys like, okay, three, two, one, wrestle. And then people were just wrestling. And that was great to watch. Like just a giant crowd of people wrestling. And then the next night we've sort of went down, got some beers and thought, oh, we're going to go over there and see what's happening. Cause it's always like a big commotion. Yeah. And it was, um, <laughs> it was wrestling, but you had to have someone on your shoulders. <laughs> so kind of like, like water wrestling, but without the water. So that was yeah. quite funny. Cause you saw a lot of people fall off. And then the third night, it was um, just people getting naked. <laughs> what? That's it. There was one guy completely naked, uh, other women asking other women to get their tits out and saying, get your tits out. And everyone was just flashing their tits. And then other people were just, it was crazy. It was, honestly, these, these bloodstockers are all nutters. It was a lot <laughs> of fun to witness. So yeah, they were just doing all this mad shit. I was like, what the fuck's going on here, man? You lot are crazy. So those are the sort of things that I was... Um, witnessing and it was always like weirdly at like you know one or two o'clock when people were really reaching that highest peak of being really drunk yeah but yeah it was so cool to see those things because some of those things i haven't seen at download for years so um that was pretty cool yeah that's um that's quite that's quite quite funny actually that you say that because when, when you were first saying it and you said it's always in the sort of in the same place it made me think of the lion's pride inn in Elwyn Forest in World of Warcraft because they've okay. always got like dueling there people fighting against each other but one yeah. thing it is famous for on an, an a role playing server is I think it's the Moonguard server or Moonglade okay. where it's basically people just it's erotic role play inside, and there's always <laughs> fucking hundreds of people inside this inn and then, and then you said the third night it was just people getting naked, and I thought that is definitely Moonguard. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, I can tell you right now, these people were definitely Warcraft players at some point. Yeah, <laughs> they definitely awesome. were, without a shadow of a doubt. But yeah, it was good. Everyone was—you could tell everyone was just having an absolute blast. It was fucking awesome. But yeah, apart from that, it was just the general. We were just fucking around at the campsite, man. It was just, it was great. But there was no incidents. No one fell over really badly. I actually managed to not fall over any guide ropes at all this time. <laughs> awesome. So 
I consider that a, a personal achievement. Um, but yeah, that 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 was all from uh, from Bloodstock. Oh, that's awesome, man! I, and I, you do you do have the um, the bin jousting in your vlog, and I did actually write it down to question it, but um, I didn't really find a good place to say it. Uh, so I'm glad <laughs> you went into it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really. I've got I've got a couple of stories. Uh, I think I was going to say more about Jesus. Did I say his name? Jesus, the guy with uh, Old Oaks Close. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so I was going to say more about him and then stop myself. But uh, yeah, there's a couple more little stories about him. There was uh, there was one year he wasn't going to come, and then I think I think he had a, a bit of an argument at home, and so he just decided to come and he got his tent and got in the car and drove there. <laughs> but he turned up to the to the the, um, the front bit where you get your wristbands where they where they check you for anything, yeah. and he put his tent on the table and, and the the guy said. Well, where's your stuff? <laughs> He's like, there. <laughs> That's my stuff. <laughs> just a tent. And the guy just turned around and said, hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> that is hardcore. Yeah. Uh, another one. Um, I got a guy named Frodo. Him and Frodo, just it was just so much between them. It was awesome. But uh, uh, Frodo was messing around and doing something. Jesus was doing something as well. And the security guard came along and was questioning Frodo about it. <laughs> and... and um, I can't remember what it was, but yeah, he he just sort of pointed to our campsite. He said, "There's a man over there named Jesus with pink hair wearing a bra. That's who you're looking for." <laughs> and the security guard was just like, "What?" <laughs> they had no idea. <laughs> I like that. That's the caliber of people you get at these festivals. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but uh, oh, that's that's, it, a, that's a couple of things I can think. Of. I like I said, it's been it's been a even though you know we, we spoke it was probably about two and a half weeks ago now and i haven't had anything to do with the podcast really it's been a busy couple of weeks so i haven't really had that much time to think about it in the in sort of in the background to sit and work out some stories but uh yeah, yeah we'll get there we'll get some more and hopefully we should get some more from some listeners yeah, it'd be great if you guys could um, think of any stories that you have related to Download or any other festivals, just anything. They can be small little ones or whatever. You can message them to us. You can give us a soundbite of yourself telling the story or anything. Um, we shall play it or read it out on the show. So it would be good to get um, you know, some, some interaction with you guys about stories and stuff because we can't be everywhere all the time. And we always know there's loads of crazy shit happening all over these places. So yeah, yeah, get them definitely. in to us, man. Get them in. And and I think I, I think I said to you before, like I've done some crazy shit, but I know on a scale of one to ten, mine's about a four compared to what actually happens at <laughs> download. So I, I want to hear other oh, people's yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, is that I think that's it for this episode? I know I said about getting us on YouTube the other day, but there's a couple of things I want to speak to you about. Uh, I want to get a couple more sort of pictures to put in there, so it's not just one flat picture for the whole thing. Okay. So that that will be in the next week or two. Guaranteed, I'm, I'm de for definite this time. Uh, is there anything else you can think of before we head off? Anything you want to say about Bloodstock? No, no. Overall, I think I've made it pretty clear that I was very happy, and I will be going back. Good, good stuff. Cool, yeah, and and I I would love to love to go at some point if I can, but the uh, the chances of me being able to go are quite slim. If I ever win the lottery or something, I don't even do the lottery. Um, oh, you never know. Strange, <laughs> stranger things have happened. So. Yeah. So well, yeah. So thank you all for listening. Um, we'll see you in two weeks. And um, 
No, it's been amazing. Thank you, Simon, for going to Bloodstock and giving us something to talk about this episode because yeah, yeah. We, we say that we, we want to cover other festivals, but uh, I'm sure there will be festivals in the future that we want to cover that we're not actually going to. So it'll be really hard to actually talk about them other than the lineup. Yeah, it's good to actually get... If we were like a news team, I'm, uh, you know, your man in the field, the field on the man. ground. Yeah. yeah, I'm on the ground, you know, I'm the guy that you switch to and go, Simon Bond's there with a live report. Simon, where are you? I'm like, yeah, I'm here in this uh, big field with loads of fucking people. <laughs> well, uh, no, you did actually message me, didn't you? You messaged me. I can't remember what you said, but it, it sounded like you. it was like Wednesday morning. But yeah. I didn't get him to didn't get them to Sunday night. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah, because uh, the the again reception not great. So I messaged you saying like you might not get this at the time that I sent this message, but all is well. <laughs> and then it's just like Gum. you didn't get it till <laughs> Sunday when I sent it to you on fucking Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, awesome. Uh, I I think there's so much more I could probably ask you about Bloodstock Festival. Um, like I said, nothing's coming to me at the moment, but we could probably talk about it for another two, three, four hours if we had the time. Yeah, but down the line, man, you know, we'll we'll talk about it in bits, and if I remember stuff, we'll 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 put that around into other stuff because me and you, we go on so many tangents and remind each other so much of stuff. Sometimes, a lot of times, you say something and my brain just clicks, and I'm yeah. sure it's the same with you. So we'll probably talk about other stuff that happened there, you know, way down the line when we sort of get reminded of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Awesome. And so, uh, so yeah, if, if any of you want to reach out to us uh, to, to send in your stories for Campsite Fuckery or, or anything we've missed out in particular, uh, corrections or feedback or even suggestions for topics that you want to hear about, you can find us on Facebook as Dear Download Podcast, on the Twitter, exactly the same. I'm not going to bitch about Instagram today, but yeah, we're basically Dear Download Podcast. You'll be able to find us, but... But yeah, Dear Download Podcast on most things, apart from apart from our email, which is deardownload2003, that's 2003, at We're We're still growing. We're, we're always going to be growing. So there's a few things that you guys can do to help us. Telling your friends is by far the best thing you can do. And liking, sharing, and interacting with us on social media. We haven't, I haven't actually put much out the last couple of weeks for you to be able to share, uh, apart from apart from my dog meme. I thought that was yeah, quite funny. Yeah, good. <laughs> I had the idea for that weeks ago. <laughs> but yeah, if, if anybody, if there, anybody out there who saw it but didn't get it, there's a there's a famous waiting meme. There's a guy he sat on a swing. I sort of basically copied that, and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we need to say a huge thank you to those of you who have shared and and liked and commented on our stuff. Simon, hi. Where, uh, <laughs> where can people find you if you want them to find you? Uh, people can find me on Instagram as Fonzie underscore Simon, and like I've talked about the whole time, I have done a vlog of Bloodstock. That is a video log of the festival, my experience, uh, which is on my YouTube, which is just Simon Bond. If you type that in, or if you type in Bloodstock vlog, it should come up on my channel. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's, it's good like i said earlier I, I watched it it's it's like 47 minutes and that just flew by while i was watching it i did not realize i was watching it for almost an hour yeah they they well because i like to do some people like to do really long 
sort of bits of videos of just people doing nothing. Yeah. I like to do short and sweet, but I do a lot of short and sweet bits of the video. So it turns out that even though they're really, you know, shortish clips of different bits and, you know, people having a laugh and that, it actually does end up to be quite a lot of time. So this one yeah. ended up being like 47 minutes. But when you're watching it, that's pretty standard for a, for a vlog on YouTube. Some people do like hour and a half. So yeah. mine's actually quite short. How long, how long does it take you to edit that kind of thing? Uh, not too long. I'm using Shotcut at the moment, which is really, really good. And because I do them in sh- such short bursts, I try to film them as much as I can to a point where I don't need to edit them that much. When I okay. first started doing videos, I really struggled with, I was just filming absolute crap and it took me ages to go through and get the bit I wanted. Yeah. Whereas now I've got much better. This is where I start it. This is where I stop it. So I don't actually have to do too much editing. So it will take me, what, sometimes an entire evening, sometimes an evening and a half to edit them. So if I want to fuck about with them and put stupid stuff in, then it, it takes a little bit longer. But it yeah. depends on, you know, how I'm feeling with the vid. That's cool. But I think, yeah, I think that's everything for this episode. We've, we've rambled on way too long again. Yeah, we always do. Standard. No, it's not too long. It could have been nah, much it's longer. Good, it's good. It's good information about Bloodstock. I hope... I hope Oh, yeah, the same as last episode. If you have come here just because this episode is named Bay Bloodstock, because that's what I want to call it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just because it's Bloodstock. uh, I hope I hope you enjoy what what you heard. And uh, hopefully you stick around for for some of the other episodes, because we we, we, do. We do. We just have a laugh, don't we? We just have fun. Talk about everything. Talk about some cool stuff. Hells yeah. Not just down. Because we're cool dudes, man. Two dudes with attitude. Yeah. I'm joking. But yeah, no, we are. Yeah, so yeah, as Adam said, if you've listened to this and you're just more of a, a a bloodstock person, you know, stick around for the next couple of episodes. You might like it. If not, um, yeah, thanks for listening and uh, I really enjoyed Bloodstock. Yeah, we, we better head out. That's it. So it's goodbye from Simon. A goodbye. And goodbye from me. Goodbye.